Hello and welcome to Dimensions of Imagination, the Anthology TV podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Joey, and the other host is Jackie. Hello. We're here together drinking coffee, and Jackie's phone's going off again. Sorry, so. I turned it on silent. It's all right. This is episode seven. I'm so popular. So she's, she's gotten had seven episodes to turn her phone off, and now, <laughs> finally, we have done it. Um, so we are on Amazing Stories still. We, this is our third mm-hmm. episode of Amazing Stories that we're doing. It's the seventh episode of this podcast. But uh, we are on Amazing Stories, and tonight we are doing the episode, Jackie? Uh, the Greeble, G-R-E-I-B-B-L-E. And what's uh, what's the stats on this episode? What is it? What, what episode was it? Yep, so this comes from season two, again, of Amazing Stories, and it was episode six. Originally aired November 3rd, 1986, so this one came before the previous two. Um, it was written by Mick Garris, the teleplay, and he is famous for writing Hocus Pocus. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, um, the original story was by Steven Spielberg. Okay. Directed by Joe Dante. Can you want to tell everybody what? Yeah. Joe Dante, um, famously is the director of one of our favorite movies, The Burbs, but also, uh, some two movies that were important to me as a kid, Gremlins and Gremlins 2. Um, he was famous for doing sort of, I mean, especially with the gremlins, it's like this sort of like Muppets, but dark kind of thing, like these kind of grotesque puppet, puppet things. Um, and he's done some of that in his other work too, I believe. I don't don't know his whole uh, filmography in front of me, but, um, it was interesting that he directed this one because it has to do with a, uh, a creature, creature. so. Um, he likes creatures. Yeah, he he likes to do th- stories with creatures. So, um, this was one that I picked, and it's one that I remember watching from when I was a kid. And yes. uh, yeah, so. um, awesome. So it had um, a pretty memorable or notable cast member, the main character being um, Miss Haley Mills of Pollyanna and the Parent Trap and. She was Miss Bliss on Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was our main character. She played the woman Joan Simmons, and Joan Simmons is a housewife and a mom. And um, she has a son who is played by Justin Mooney. Um, he's not in it very much. He is her son, Bobby, and apparently he was on the ranch. That's a newer show. Netflix show, I think. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. Um, Don Mc- McLeod. McLeod. McLeod? Uh, McLeod? I don't know. He was the body of the Greeble, but he didn't really have any other notable things. And then the voice was of the Greeble was done by Frank Welker, and uh, he did a lot of voice work on TV series and a lot of Scooby Doo episodes. Thank you. Was did he do Scooby? Oh, he he was Shaggy. Shaggy. Okay. Um. So this episode recap. Uh, it's basically this. This housewife is at home with her child. Um, her husband has gone off to work, and she has a discussion before Bobby goes off to school that she's going to be getting rid of some of his toys during the today and cleaning up his room, and getting rid of some things that he he she considers to be like baby stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's upset about this. He doesn't want to get rid of his stuff, um, and <clears throat> so he goes off to school. She starts throwing this stuff out, and uh, all of a sudden, this mysterious creature, the Greeble, shows up. And how would you describe what the Greeble is, Jackie? Um, I would say that it's Big Bird meets Alf. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's the That's a good tallest way. big bird and it's alien like like Alf. Yeah, and it's kind of like triangle shaped in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it's got big legs and it's kind of a skinny top and um mm-hmm. it's uh it's really cute, but also sort of um off putting and creepy mm-hmm. too. So it's like cute, but it's like it's 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 not so cute that it wouldn't be terrifying in your house. Like, right. I mean, you're it's like, this big oh my thing. gosh. And it so it shows up, it comes in the house and it starts just eating, eating everything. <laughs> like eating light bulbs, eating anything mm-hmm. that's like uh not organic material. It's eating all this stuff. Um it luckily I was worried that the cat was gonna get eaten, but the the cat did not get eaten, no. nor the dog. Um it wasn't interested in anything like food. It was just the food for it is is yeah. just one of the plates stuff. and the light bulbs and it was yeah and the mom is or Haley Mills character is just like in all like she's dumbstruck she doesn't know what to do with this thing that's eating all of her stuff and she you know tries to get it to go out the door and then it just crashes back through the door yeah and um you know at and one it's... point she drives it all the way to the dump and leaves it at the dump and then. By the time she gets back, it's back at the it's house. Back at the house, so it's it's sort of like this like lost puppy kind of thing that has like latched mm-hmm. onto um, to her, and she doesn't know where it's from or anything like that. It's surprisingly, she doesn't like. I think I would, my mind would unravel or something mm-hmm. if this this weird interdimensional being was in front of me all of a sudden. But she handles it pretty well. Before she goes to the dump, uh, this the mailman shows up, and it's one of the actors from Gremlins. Mm. It's the guy from down the street on Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget I what his know. name is. I guess we should have looked that up. But um, he it's funny that Amazing Stories has this Gremlins connection because he's in this. And then the last episode we watched, The Pumpkin Contest, uh, the main actress from that was in Gremlins as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So And then we have Joe Dante. I think it's because Joe Dante and Steven Spielberg were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the Greeble is causing all this havoc. It's a real simple story. It's just causing all this havoc, destroying her house, destroys her piano. Um, her TV. Yeah. And then, um, so Bobby comes home and she's like, what? When they get, when he gets back from the dump, she is so like distraught and wants him gone that she pulls a gun on him, <laughs> on the Greeble. <laughs> she, but she can't. Bring yourself to pull the trigger. No, because she... he like gets sad, this sad look on his face and starts blubbering. And she's like, oh, I, of course not. You can stay forever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I will make it work and I would never hurt you. And then she's all excited to like show this thing to Bobby and tell Bobby about this new creature that they have living with them. So Bobby gets home from school. And uh, the Greeble's not there, right? right? So when he gets home, he doesn't see the Greeble. Uh, and they go outside, right? And yeah, look in the trash because he's, he's upset. He goes in his room and sees his stuff, things. goes to the trash and digs out this book. And it's the Greeble is the book. Mm-hmm. And he looks through the book and you can see that the, the illustrations are basically the storyboards from this episode. Mm-hmm. And she, Haley Mills is in the book, mm-hmm. uh, or the character she plays, Joan is in the book. And, uh, so in the end, everything's back to normal all their stuff mm-hmm. is not trashed and all this and that's it and she that's just kind of like looks at the final images like oh mm-hmm. wow that's, that was weird yeah like so, a- yeah i guess that's a pretty good wrap-up of it mm-hmm. like i said it's a really simple one um 
if we were comparing it to Twilight Zone episode stuff, I'd say this is kind of a sentimental one because mm-hmm. it's like cute and kind of happy, even though it's terrifying to have this thing in your house eating all your stuff. Yeah. It's still pretty lighthearted uh, the way they play it. Yeah. And you see the title of the Greeble book when she's throwing things away. Right. Um, at it, the beginning, like briefly, like you see her throw this book in that's called the Greeble. Yeah. Um, and then I thought it was good. I think I even said out loud to you, is this supposed to be like the Babadook? Like <laughs> yeah, this strange yeah. book and creature show up and you can't get rid of them and like well they they don't really go into the logic of how why the greeble shows no. up it would be easy to miss that she throws the book away i mm-hmm. think i even had to point it out to you because you looked down mm-hmm. at your phone for a second and i was like oh no look at that yeah and um so i guess her throwing the book away causes the greeble to appear mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it, it's kind of a weird story um I, I don't really know what the uh what's the moral here? Like don't throw your stuff away or like let your kid let your play kid with become a hoarder. Stuff. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> like, don't I try mean, and crush your child's dreams. I think there it seems to be a running theme because the episode we're gonna do next week, which spoiler alert, we've already watched it. Um it kinda deals with the same sort of things mm-hmm. of like I don't know if like Steven Spielberg like was like forced to give up his Traumatized toys or something. Because like, he had to give like, everything away. There is a like uh I, Steven Spielberg deals with a lot of like um, nostalgia, I guess, mm-hmm. in a lot of his work. So I, that must come from somewhere. Uh, yeah, but it, it is like a whole like. Or is it that like it? You know, it's that uh, growing up thing too. Like yeah, don't don't let go of your of childhood. Going, I yeah. guess and like that weird age where you're getting to be too big to be a little kid and too you're still too little to be a big kid. Yeah. But, um, you know, trying to adults trying to make children grow up faster than maybe they need to or should. Yeah, I guess maybe that's the moral is like, don't make your kids mm-hmm. grow up any faster than they have to. But um, and then at one point I was like, well, maybe this creature's been living in the little boy's room the whole time and he knows about it. <laughs> maybe it's like his imaginary friend. Kind but of then he would have been able to see it when he got home. Right. So at one point I was like, well, he's just been keep. But then I was like, well, how did he feed it? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then interestingly enough, she's mad and well, not mad, but she is wanting um, Bobby to clean up his room. And then, in contrast, the Greeble then destroys her house and makes right. it a mess. Too. Yeah, so like, he's like celebrating like chaos in mm-hmm. a way. Um, yeah, I thought the uh, I what I remembered from like, being a kid is that the the that it, the creature was weirdly creepy, but also cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what stood out in my mind. That's why I was like, uh, that's, that's an interesting episode. So, yeah, he is um, definitely not like a menacing character at all. Like, I don't think that they... But he's not like some kind of like... I mean, he's, he is he is not to the degree of Big Bird where you want to give him a hug. You're kind of like, oh, yeah. this thing might eat me. Um, yeah, he's a little creepy looking. Yeah, but the special effects in this episode were fantastic, I mm-hmm. thought. it's. I think the Greeble is 100% puppet and... Costume, mm-hmm. right? So, wow. I guess I don't know. It seemed like yeah. I don't think there was any CGI in this. I don't think it, it would... reminded me of the type of puppet costumes that they used in that sitcom, uh, Dinosaurs. Like it looked yeah. a lot similar, it movement was, wise, yeah. and like it had the same eyes, mm-hmm. like the same kind of googly eyes. Maybe it was the same people designed it. Maybe yeah, I'm not look sure. that up or some Didn't... some point. Um, but yeah, it was 
it's definitely had a style to the to the special effects that I thought was mm-hmm. really well done for a TV show. It was, you know, it, I mean, it's simple. They only have like a couple sets they had to work with, so I guess it, they were able to put everything into making this mm-hmm. this monster really impressive. But um, I mean, I, she just remained really calm for someone whose entire house was being destroyed, like entire house. Considering she, she was so worried about his room being clean, mm-hmm. you would think she would just pass out at some point or just mm-hmm. be like. Like I said, like she would just go crazy from mm-hmm. it. Like if this thing was in your house, just eating, literally eating your stuff. Um, yeah, and then just the um, it's interesting because he doesn't talk. Like this creature doesn't talk. He kind of gurgles and makes noises. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially just Haley Mills acting the whole. I mean, it's just her the whole time. Yeah, she just reacting with other to this thing a little bit, mm-hmm. but. You know she's got to be a pretty, she's got to be pretty on it to. Yeah, I think she does a good job. Keep you interested? Episode, yeah. So. Um, I just wanted to know more. I wanted to know more, like why does he appear? What causes <laughs> him to appear? Yeah. Why did he leave? Like, what was the resolution that made him leave? That she wanted to keep him, and that she was like embracing this childhood thing again. Yeah, they 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 leave it. Up to which they could, probably could have developed a little bit more. They kind of leave it up to us to see the parts of the book, and you, they don't really show us much of the book. They're kind of flipping through it, mm-hmm. but I guess it's like you kind of see in the book like what has happened. But yeah, there's no origin story for how this thing appears, or is it going to come back, or mm-hmm. when, are they never going to get rid of this book, or what? Yeah. You know? And yeah, is it just this thing that's passed down? <laughs> yeah, is it like a curse or something? Um. I thought it was, it's less, there's less of a distinct moral in this than there were in the other two. Like there was a distinct right. yeah. message in Thanksgiving and a distinct message in um, the pumpkin competition about yeah. like bad people versus good people in a way. Um, well, and maybe that makes it, maybe that's a benefit to it because it doesn't just hit you over the head with mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, don't take away this kid's yeah. childhood or whatever. It's just, it is a little bit vague as to what we're supposed mm-hmm. to take away from or it. Or is it like one of those testimonials of the adult needs to remember to let loose and not, yeah, be, not so be so uptight. uptight all the time? Um, but so, yeah, that's a pretty simple, super simple episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was cute in a way but also like horrific like i said so yeah it's like <clears throat> so um <laughs> there's a non-alien creatures wiki oh i don't know if you know that it's like all it's a bunch of creatures. non-alien okay. creatures and um i discovered this because i was looking up like what is a greeble i didn't know if it was like something like an actual storybook uh, from- or was it something some creature from like that was notable or mythology or something yeah Yeah. and um no it's it's just classified as a non-alien creature but he looks like an alien to me what is that read that description that's got it it's it says um the greeble is a mysterious large creature with a friendly disposition but a voracious appetite for inanimate objects its origins are not known but it seems to have originated as a supernatural manifestation of a children's book so this thing, based on that description, was created for the show and was a Stephen King mm-hmm. creation or whatever. Because it says yeah. story by Stephen King, right? It does, yeah. Um, okay. But it's interesting because I immediately thought it was like the Babadook. So I wonder if something like that horror movie 
Mm-hmm. You know, like it's essentially the same thing. It's a yeah, creature the, attached to a book that shows up at your house with no so reason. Are you saying that the Babadook stole it from the Greeble? Stole the story from the Greeble? Not stole, but maybe borrowed. It could be. I don't know. This took its own spin on it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, know, I don't know what I, the origins of the I Babadook no, are. Yeah, I read they, nothing about any the, of that. I'm just speculating. Yeah. Um. I wonder if there's Greeble fan fiction. I don't know. Well, you should write some. Uh, it also compared, something compared it to uh, a docile but destructive when wet gremlin. <laughs> yeah, it does have a gremlin's vibe to it, mm-hmm. which is... Like it's a cute creature that d- like wreaks havoc. Yeah, which is, I guess, why Spielberg tapped Joe Dante to, to mm-hmm. do this. Is so like, was gremlins, oh, I got something for you. It was gremlins before this or after this? So this was, what, 86? Mm-hmm. What, um, I don't know. Look it up real quick. I think it was before is what I would bet, but right. um, it was Gremlins and Gremlins 2, so I think this was this would have been in between Gremlins and Gremlins 2, I believe. Keep filling but. the airspace. Gremlins <laughs> was 84. Okay, and that's what Gremlins I was going to guess. Gremlins 2 was 90. Mm-hmm. So this is in between. Is Gremlins those. 3? Uh, was it actually There's made yet? TV series. Yeah, they're doing more with it, unfortunately. Probably be really bad. Uh, Yeah, some of the video games are really bad too. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So here's an interest. Like, what would what do you think you would have done if this greeble creature had shown up in your house? Probably called the police. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was wondering why she didn't call the authorities, but I guess when they showed up, they would everything would have been fine. But um, because the mailman couldn't see him and Bobby couldn't see him, I don't know what I would do. I might commit myself to an insane assignment. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like this thing shows up <laughs> in your house and you're like, I would be terrified that it was going to come back or something. But yeah. I guess that she develops a relationship with it, like a friendly mm-hmm. relationship with it over time. But what would you do? Try and lock it in a room, I think. Well, she tried to do that or she tried to lock it out of the house and it just busted down the door. So yeah, I don't think I there's any stopping it. Cover it with a blanket? I don't know. I've it never would just had eat a... the blanket. You never had a grable? No, I've never had a greeble. <laughs> I have a dog that eats a lot of trash, but not. It a is greeble. it is pretty dark that she goes for the gun at the one point. Um, yeah, I don't know if that. I guess that kind of plays into like the whole like. It's almost like a farmer's wife kind of thing or something, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they would. That probably wouldn't be in this mm-hmm. today, right? I don't think they would threaten gun violence know. today in this this story but it is weird because it's like a children's story but it's for adults so <laughs> but is it also maybe this like story about this woman who all she does all day long is like she's a housewife she stays at home she makes sure everything's clean and prim and proper like maybe she just reached her breaking point and started hallucinating this creature because oh, she was maybe, over her life maybe it's her like fantasizing about just destroying everything and not having to keep yeah. everything super clean and yeah, I don't know. I, she's the, the, adding in, some excitement to her life because she's yeah. watching a soap <clears throat> opera. Like when she sits down she, before the Greeble appears, she's watching a soap opera and it's like, oh, she's settling in. You can tell like this is her one moment of escape for the day mm-hmm. from yeah. this mundane. And that's life. the only thing that she really gets upset about him eating is the TV set. It seems mm-hmm. like even when she, she, he destroys the the piano the piano yeah. which i don't know if it's a boy or what it is I I, there's no there's no gender the non-alien creature yeah. if it's not a non-alien creature then what is it from it's not a mammal or... i think it's like an interdimensional being or something hmm. like 
I don't know. Could you like summon it with a Ouija board? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I think you had to summon <laughs> it with this children's book. But I, but if this kid read this children's book and his mom is clearly in the children's book, wouldn't he at some point be like, hey, mom, uh, you're in this book. Yeah, she's but, looking through it. And he's like, oh, yeah, you like the Greeble? Yeah. I mean, maybe he's, I mean, it looks exactly like her, but maybe he just, maybe she just ignores him so much that he's just like, well, okay, I won't bring it up. Yeah. I don't know. But it is a heartwarming tale of making sure you don't get rid of anything ever. Ever. Which yeah. will turn you into a hoarder, which yep. is my existence in life now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess we should rate this episode. Okay, you rate it first. I usually go first. So I was thinking about, <clears throat> I think I rated Thanksgiving like a seven. Mm -hmm. And I think I rated pumpkin higher than that, like eight or nine. I think you were eight. Maybe nine. You're so nine. Really yeah, you're nine. One. And I would say that, uh, I mean, this one was cute, but I didn't enjoy it that much. So I'm going to go with like a, like a seven. Oh, wow. Okay. I think I liked it a lot more than you, but mm -hmm. I would rate it a six, I think. Hmm. I just feel like it's above average, but it's nice. It's one of the better ones, but not the best. Yeah. Well, and I think I'm having this mental shift because uh, we did, we broke our usual pattern and we watched two episodes yeah. before we recorded so and so i'm comparing yeah. it to the episode that we're going to talk about next week um but i don't know of the three amazing stories episodes that we've seen i would rate them as pumpkin competition highest then thanksgiving and then this one that would be my rating. yeah i would do thanksgiving this one pumpkin contest, but it would be pretty close between this one and the pumpkin mm -hmm. contest because I like the pumpkin contest a lot too. Yeah, I liked all three of these pretty pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, and I think I said that this one just feels like a like a story, which sounds silly, but it literally just sounds it's like a like a kid's it's book. It's an amazing story. Yeah, it's not, and that's the difference between I think amazing stories and and the Twilight Zone mm -hmm. is that you know it it that's all it is. It's just a story. It's not necessarily supposed to teach you anything or have this high social justice concept or like no, I, moral I, of the story necessarily like thanksgiving and i pumpkin contest are closer to like a twilight zone because they have this twist and mm -hmm. this like i mean there's a twist in this one too but yeah but it's not as prominent um i i don't know as we go on it feels like this is more akin to that this series is a little like i know that the Twilight Zone was the reason that Spielberg made it, but mm -hmm. it feels more akin to Tales from the Crypt, mm -hmm. where it's like not a not that this is a horror thing, but it's based on a comic book. Mm -hmm. This is a very like kind of comic book stories that mm -hmm. you can see Steven Spielberg like reading his like um, I don't know what that amazing stories thing is. Mm -hmm. That was it a it was a science fiction magazine. magazine. I don't okay. know. So maybe it had like yeah. short stories in it mm -hmm. or whatever, and he got you know yeah. that's what inspired him. That and the Twilight Zone gave us this, but it does have that feel of like this was based on some kind of like. 50s comic book mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. yeah. yeah all right cool well do you have anything else about this episode no do you no what's wrong i just feel like we're it's a very short well it's a really simple story and there yeah. wasn't a whole lot to talk about so um i think we did a pretty good job here but uh yeah hit us with uh what we're doing next all right so next 
episode, we will be covering um, our last, for now, Amazing Stories episode, which will be Gather Ye Eggcorns, which is season one, episode 16. So you can watch it on the NBC app. Yeah. If you have the NBC app, and I assume you have to have a cable provider Mm -hmm. for that. And that's not the Peacock uh, app. It's it's the... the NBC, season yeah. one of Amer- of Amazing Stories is currently, as of 2021, uh, or January 2021, on the, Netf- the NBC app. NBC app. Yeah. Uh, Not so to begin- that's what yeah. we, we figured that we should at least do one from season one, since we did the other three mm-hmm. or from season two. I don't, we didn't really plan it that way, but um, yeah, so that's going to be our next one. And then mm-hmm. you can follow us on Twitter. What is our Twitter? DOI. DOI Podcast. Podcast. And then DOI podcast at gmail.com. Nope, you are terribly oh, wrong. Dimensions wrong. of imagination at gmail.com. We have had zero emails, so we would love <laughs> to hear from somebody yeah. out there somewhere. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So h- hang with us next time. We're going to do our uh, finish up our round of amazing stories, and then we'll head on over to the next anthology series. Cool. I guess we're out. Bye.